Hey Solomon, this is J. Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. Solomon's Talk was designed to curate the stories of solo moms globally. As a facilitator of this platform, I aim to create a peaceful environment where you can share your heart, feel loved, and get the advice you need. So if this sounds like you, why not RSVP for our next virtual meetup? The link is below. It's where you can retreat from the chaos of your life so you can recharge, connect with other moms, and get answers to your burning questions. Remember, you're not alone and you don't have to parent in silence. I'm glad to have you come and talk to us today, Tola, all the way from Cape Town, South Africa. Yeah. Yes. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Jen. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Tell us, you're a solo mom, but I want you to tell us your, you know, in brief, your short story, your story in short. <laughs> you know, everyone you, always says who, huh? who I am. No, I'm saying... um, I feel like it's everyone's fear that's, oh, but my story is not interesting. But I've learned now that every story is interesting. (laughs) Every story (laughs) is interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I am, yeah, South African. I grew up in the East part of the country, the eastern coast, the city called Durban. And I moved to Cape Town 10 years ago for job opportunities. I was actually starting a PhD program um, in psychology, but um, later on, I dropped off of of that later on. So I didn't finish. But um, yeah, I've been in Cape Town now for 10 years. I'm a mother of two beautiful girls. Um, They are grown up because the baby is 21 and the older one is 26. Mm. Um, yeah, solo mom, obviously yeah. divorced for many years now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. And um, thank you. And I should add that um, this is not the first time I'm meeting Tola over um, a video because Tola interviewed me last week and um, we had fun with that. So tell me, yes. Tola, tell us, how did you become a solo mom? Tell us your story. <laughs> how did I be? <laughs> I got divorced, obviously. (laughs) 
So, yeah, no, I was married for 20 years, I think. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, and uh, I think for me, we just grew apart. You know, you meet okay. someone when you're young and you think you want the same things out of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, the Lord blessed us with 20 years and two beautiful girls. But after 20 years, I realized it was me actually who realized that it's not exactly what I want for my life. Um, you know, we just at different um, stages of, of okay. our lives. So I am the one who bowed out of the whole okay. uh, institution of marriage. So, and then I became a solo mom and I've <laughs> been doing it now. All right, so, well, you know, yeah, okay. Yeah, for five years. I like to ask these questions because I know who's listening. And a lot yes. of times as solo moms, we think we're alone and our situation is unique, but our situations are seldom unique. So tell us what was your biggest struggle after divorce and, you know, raising your children? Right. I think for me, I was married to a man who was very hands-on. And by that, I mean, he literally did everything <laughs> in terms of running the household. Not, not, um, and I don't mean financially because we were both employed, but I mean, he was just responsible for everything. You know, if the light was off the bulb, he would fix it. <laughs> if the, the swimming uh-huh, pool was uh-huh. dark, he would get in there and fix it. So what, what it did for me, though, which is something that I learned in hindsight, is that it disempowered me. And I'm uh-huh. saying that because when I was on my own for the first time, I then had to learn to run a household on my own, meaning uh-huh. I it's just me and my two girls. So when a light bulb goes off, it's me. <laughs> I'm now the adult yeah, in, in yeah. the household. Um, and, you know, whatever, when there's someone at the door saying, can I speak to the whoever, the owner of the house, that's me. So it, it was a lot of just uh-huh. having to take on responsibilities that I previously had not. I had just literally left everything onto my ex's hands because he was always happy to do everything. Yeah. And and, uh, you know, another example that I, I, I've told people before, things like even traveling. Um, we are a family that travels a lot. But before, when we used to travel, he would take care of everything. So he would take care of the bookings. He would take care of the passports. Uh-huh. He had the passports in his hands. He had this, he had that. And so when I had to travel for the first time on my own or with the girls, it was now like, oh my word, I have to do this on my own. I have to do this on my own. You know, if you get a tire yeah. puncher, then there's no one else but you. So basically what I'm saying yeah. is I have had to learn since becoming a solo mom, I've had to learn um, to be more responsible and um, it has empowered me. I look at it in a positive sense. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, it is a positive um, thing. And I guess sometimes we forget that when, when we're married, we are, we have a part partnership and right. you know it's two become one and when you're yes. divorced there's a break in that and so the, each person will have to adjust and readjust to the new life so yeah it's gonna be a 
struggle. And I don't think that there's anything negative about either situation. If yeah, you're married and your spouse take control of certain things, as long as it's a mutual thing, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But but what happened is that when when there's divorce, then each have to learn to live without the other. It's just right. normal, right? And yeah. to pick okay. on and pick you. on the responsibilities that the other yeah. used to take care of. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because one is no longer one. One's now split in two. So each have to find their own ways. Yes. Of, yeah. It's just reality, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, moving on, um, thank you for sharing, you know, the personal mm. stuff with us. I got to meet you over connections through Matchmaker because you have a podcast. Actually, hold that. Just tell me about the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the podcast is called Phoenix Rising, Finding Your Life mm-hmm. Calling with Tola Bini, which is my name. Um, I started mm-hmm. the podcast uh, about two years ago now. We were in lockdown, right? When we, you know, when the countries went into lockdown, when the pandemic hit mm-hmm. the world. And I was yeah. at home thinking what to do with myself. Um, and then I started blogging actually before the podcast so I started blogging just I like telling stories I I have since realized something I didn't know about myself Mm -hmm. and I would write about my travel experiences you know I've traveled a lot in my previous job and I would write you know and then I started interviewing people about their experiences of living under lockdown Mm -hmm. like how is it working out for you what are you doing how has it affected your life personally and professionally Mm -hmm. and then I realized so what I used to do is I would send someone a questionnaire and say, well, do you mind answering these questions for me? And then I would write them out in a blog. But then I realized, no, this would actually flow nicely if we were talking and it was more interactive, like yeah. we're doing now. Yeah. So, you know, you can ask probing yeah. questions or whatever. And also, you know, it's nice. You can read the energy. You make that contact, personal mm-hmm. contact with the person. And, and that's what led yeah. me to blogging because at the same time, I was listening again, being at home, lockdown, you know, finding things to entertain myself. I was listening to other podcasts. Mainly I was doing French, like taking French lessons. And then I was listening to Uh this French podcast, which obviously led me to other podcasts. I discovered other podcasts and then, you know, everything coming together like, huh, why don't I start Uh my own podcast? And so it's called Phoenix Rising because it's about, you know, when you, everyone that I interview, to some degree or other, they have experienced some challenge in their life or some adversity mm-hmm. or whatever it is and how they mm-hmm. rise from that to become the people that yes, they are, yes. like yourself. So everyone who comes to my podcast is someone right. who has to rise from the ashes to become the person that they are. So that's the podcast in a, in a nutshell. nutshell. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I, I noticed that the stories are are there from people who are rising. (laughs) So that's great. So if you are able to share, tell us what, I know you, from an academic standpoint, you started a podcast because it was a natural progression from blogging and interviewing, but did you start those interviews on overcoming challenge because of your own personal experience? Yes. So I, so what had also happened, which I didn't mention uh, when I, when I was doing the intro is that I had lost my job. 
I was working in academia, actually. I was working as a research psychologist. So I had been doing research for many, many, many years, mm-hmm. <laughs> 15 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, when working in clinical trials, HIV prevention clinical trials, and mainly funded by, okay. you know, people like the Gates Foundation and people like the U.S. government. And then what happened is we lost funding, the organization that I was mm-hmm. working for. Our funding was not renewed. And so then they had to let some people go. And I happen to be one of those people. So I lost my job, which I never imagined. <laughs> I mean, I, I have a master's degree in psychology, mm-hmm. so I had never imagined that I could lose a job and find myself unemployed one day. So it happened to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, me starting a blog and doing all of those things. And also I did the life coaching training was my way of now charting a whole new life for myself and saying, okay, I've lost that. Let's consider that chapter closed and and let's find something to do going forward. So again, like a phoenix rising out of the ashes and trying to find something new. And that is why, therefore, everybody that I interview is someone who shares a similar story of having lost something, whether they've lost their job or they've lost whatever they've lost um, and having to restructure their life going forward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I actually really like that. It just brings to light that every story you read on Instagram didn't start there, right? Oh, yeah. somewhere else exactly okay so so what is Tola grateful for today oh my gosh everything <laughs> I am just grateful for everything my children I you know I thank God for my children every day because they have kept me going they've kept me going when times were dark when times were really dark and and I you know when you get to a point where you're like I don't see what's there to live for Uh, but then it's like yeah I have two kids (laughs) something Uh to live for uh so they they, I'm I'm grateful for my for my babies Um, I'm grateful for health because I exercise every day well every second day so I always you know thank God for my health I'm you know for my age I think I'm, I'm quite healthy in you know and fit and all of that so yeah, maybe you ask for one thing and I'm giving you too many things that I'm grateful for. <laughs> okay. All right. I apologize. No, no. I asked you what you were grateful for today. So we're grateful for a lot of things. So that's fine. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Thank you very much. And how can someone get in touch with you if they wanted, you know, if you have services, um, tell us about them and how we can get in touch with you. So the two easy ways to do it. Um, the I have a website site my blog um, which is called zulu single and fab.com uh, zulu because i'm zulu that my that's my ethnicity <laughs> and so yeah, it's called okay. zulu single and fab.com and um, so there i blog about you know travel i blog about health and fitness i also have a page that just describes what i do in terms of life coaching and i have a bit about the podcast okay. as well so a whole lot of information is really on that website and um, I'm also okay. fairly fairly active on Instagram I've cut down a lot and it's really for my mental health so I used to mm-hmm. be quite active on, on 
on Instagram, you know, try and post every day or every second day. But to be honest, mm-hmm. I've cut back a lot. And, uh, but I, you know, I still keep an active profile on Instagram. So there they can see, okay. you know, what I'm up to podcast mainly okay. and also other things. Yeah. Okay. And what's your handle on Instagram? It's Phoenix um, underscore rising zero zero so phoenix underscore rising double zero um and then i've also um i've got a business page on instagram as well and it's phoenix rising life coach so there i put stuff on life coaching okay so i'll put those um links in the show notes as well so people will have access to your page and your instagram yeah for sure all right and i always ask this question give me an advice for a solo mom oh sure to love yourself first (laughs) And loving yourself is not being selfish. <laughs> I want all solo moms mm-hmm. to know that because we always feel guilty that, you know, oh, we should be loving our kids more or, you know, being more attentive to them and all of that. Loving yourself mm-hmm. first doesn't take anything away from your children. Actually, you know the saying, exactly. you cannot pour from an empty cup. I'm a firm mm-hmm. believer. So you have to fill your cup yeah. first before you can fill other people's cups. So yeah, I'm, I'm an advocate for loving yourself. <laughs> what, however, <laughs> that looks, Me too. whatever, I don't know what loving yourself looks like to you, whether it means soaking yourself in a bathtub for 45 minutes, you know, at the end of the day mm-hmm. when everybody goes to bed or, or it means getting a manicure I don't know what it looks like to you but whatever that looks like to you I highly recommend that you try and fit that in every day something that makes you happy every day yes yes thank you very much thank you Tola Benny for coming and talking to us today and I hope to see you again and um, I'll follow along on Phoenix Rising podcast Did I have that name right yes yes Phoenix yeah okay. so we have a YouTube Rising page as well. yeah the podcast okay. the podcast oh. Okay. It's a YouTube page, yeah, Phoenix Rising uh, podcast. All right. So, yeah. Tola Benny. <laughs> Thank sure. you so Thank much. You. So appreciate you, Jen. Keep well. Solomon's Talk was designed to curate the stories of Solomon's globally. As a facilitator of this platform, I aim to create a peaceful environment where you can share your heart, feel loved, and get the advice you need. So, if this sounds like you, why not RSVP for our next virtual meetup? The link is below. It's where you can retreat from the chaos of your life so you can recharge, connect with other moms, and get answers to your burning questions. Remember, you're not alone and you don't have to parent in silence. Hello, solo moms. As a solo mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, 
create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one nine one seven nine nine four one three two nine or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.